Disability Advocacy Matters. Disability Advocacy Matters. Disability Advocacy Matters. This is the Disability Advocacy Matters podcast from Speaking Up For You, or SUFI. I'm Nance Haxton, and together we will speak to disability advocates about some of the main issues they see and what people with disability can do about them. Disability Advocacy Matters. Neil Lakshman. Neil, thank you for joining us on the Disability Advocacy Matters podcast. It's my pleasure. How would you describe what is QCAT for people who haven't heard of it or they've suddenly found out that they've got to appear at QCAT? What is it? In the context of the people that we advocate for, in terms of people with impaired capacity, people with decision-making disabilities, so that would include people with intellectual disabilities, brain injuries, sometimes chronic psychiatric disabilities or psychosocial disabilities. It's, it's, it's a section. It's a section of QCAT that deals with uh, guardianship for that group of people um, who may have problems making decisions. Guardianship Tribunal which is just a section of QCAT. QCAT is, a, is the civil and, uh, uh, Queensland Civil and Administrative tri- Tribunal and it has all types of section. It can deal with discrimination or com- commercial transactions, but the part that I'm just talking about is the, gu- the situation that uh, deals with the Guardianship and Administration Act. And uh, how do people find that they have to go before them for a hearing? They should be told by the person making the application. So that might be their parents, it might be a support service, it might be a hospital, whatever. They're supposed to, you know, say, hey, we don't think you have, you know, the ability to make decisions in certain matters, okay? So that might be in relation to money, your ability to make decisions in money, ability to make decisions in, you know, where you live or who you live with. So that that would be uh, the person that would tell you generally. And how do you prepare for a hearing like that? Well, I think I think the first, you know, step is to just, as an advocate, uh, is just to explain to the person, um, you know, what what is going on and what what it actually will mean for them and because most people in the community wouldn't have a clue of what guardianship for adults is and to tell them that this person says that you can't manage your money and they they there's going to be a hearing and what do you think about that so i think that's the starting point and and then to you know say to the person well, you know, if you're advocating for the person or the person themselves, if they can, or their family, you know, you might want to see the application because if you don't know what someone said about you, it's very hard to, to sort of go to a tribunal and know what, what they're saying. So you, so know, you can go and get that paperwork? You, the, the individual can, okay. yeah, or, or mm. you know, someone else can on their behalf. Mm-hmm. So approach um, QCATs because, you know, that's, that's a... That's a, that's a an aspect of uh, natural justice that people should have the right to know, you know, what's what's being alleged about them, you know, what they can and can't do. And, you know, 
KitKat, if you look at their documentation, it says, oh, it's just informal and, you know, you do just sort of sit there and there's no, you don't stand in the witness dock, there's no witnesses and there's often no written documents at the time. But it has far-reaching powers, you know. Queensland Civil and Administrative Tribunal in relation to guardianship can make a decision which could mean your house would be sold. And the, the procedure might be really nice and, you know, they're really nice to you, but then you might find out on Monday morning that the public trust's been appointed and you can't afford to live in your house and we're going to sell it. So... I think people have to be aware of that. And it's really important that people are prepared. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think every person with a a disability should have someone to assist them to that. Whether that's an advocate or someone in their circle of friends or family. Yeah. (laughs) As far as I'm aware, there are a couple of community legal services that provide assistance for people appearing before QCAT. Um, QAI is one, uh, ADA is one, so that's Queensland Advocacy for Inclusion, uh, Advocacy for Disability Australia, I think they're called, and Carers Queensland also have some funding to do that, and I think they're funded by the Attorney-General to have these people support you. But often these these organisations have no capacity, so you know and you you can't as far as i'm aware apply to legal aid to get someone to assist you so you know i think that's that's i i I don't think it's really fair for people to be sitting there before the tribunal where you know one person might be one person might be three people and to be uh, be expected to understand all these things or you know uh at speaking up for for you we provide advocacy support we don't we're not lawyers but we provide advocacy support to the person if we're involved to to get through the process it's probably a good point to really explain that too so what what is an advocate in in your view in this sense so you're not a legal advocate you're not a lawyer well an advocate is is somewhere who is projecting and and highlighting the the voice of the person and what they want to do and what they've got problems with so in this situation Say if someone's seeking to appoint the public trust to manage the person's money, we might say, well, you know, is that the most appropriate person? What about Uncle Reg? He's he's very close with the person. He's good with money. Would he want to do it? Well, or even you know, you, you might say, well, you know, what's the evidence the person actually has decision-making disability uh, according to to the thing so you look back to it and you just really ask the person lots and lots of questions and you know so might uh you know there might be there's no reason for it even a person has capacity you know they might have no indication that they're you know they're paying their rent they're doing all the things they're meant to be doing they're they're buying food incapacity in and of itself isn't a reason that anyone should really be appointed you know there has to be something that's that's trying to be fixed so so our role would be to work with the person generally speaking like we don't get involved just for QCAT issues but would be if we're already involved and it that that would happen and we'd ask them you know we we talk to them about what are the consequences of it how do they do things so just go through the, the the situation and we might 
we might help them to write a submission about you know what they feel about the application and you know we'd give that to QCAT before and we think it's often important that the person with the disability at QCAT gets to sit in the room with the member who's making the decision and so they can see them it's not just a faceless person you know um, I think it's just too easy for people with a disability things are done and from a, a, a remote distance um, maybe maybe not referencing them uh, what they want and it's you know it's harder to do that if your person's sitting before you so if people are called to come for QCAT perhaps ring speaking up for you see if they could get some advocacy help but there there depends on capacity and issues like that but also if that isn't possible that they really should prepare and know that their voice can be heard in that yeah. hearing yeah i mean if it if you've got an intellectual disability brain shift, you know try and find someone else who can who can help you it might be family a friend someone who who can at the very least go with you because it can be quite a a daunting experience to to go to QCAT. Like I know when I first started to go, I was daunted. So if you're a person with intellectual disability or something, it's very daunting. So someone to go with you and you, you can say what you think about it. This episode was recorded and produced on the lands of the Turrbal and Yagara people. And we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. That's all for this episode of the Disability Advocacy Matters podcast from Speaking Up For You. This podcast was produced for Sufi by Nance Haxton with production assistance from Michael Adams. Speak to you again soon. Disability Advocacy Matters. Disability Advocacy Matters. Disability Advocacy Matters. Disability Advocacy Matters. matters. It matters.